0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Midwest Money with Anthony Mayhew.
1: Hi and welcome to Midwest Money, your weekly show that discusses topics and issues of Wall Street and how they relate to folks here on Main Street. Our show is meant to offer a common sense approach to understanding some of the challenges surrounding finances, investments, taxes, and of course, planning for retirement. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. and Please remember, you can subscribe to the show directly on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at Midwest Money. Radio.com, or you can find us on Facebook. Feel free to give our offices a call anytime toll free at 877 797 4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and I'm excited to be here with you. Financial programs and uh, literature are generally focused on a retirement that that is still down the road a little bit. And uh, that's a good thing because the sooner you build your strategy, the more you can save and prepare for retirement. But what if you've decided to retire right now? What are some of the final steps you should take? What are the key questions you should answer? For many of you listening today, the coronavirus pandemic may have accelerated your decision to retire. And if that's the case, you most likely have plenty of anxiety about how to prepare yourself. The good news is today's program will discuss things like healthcare costs, inflation, social security, annuities, taxes and retirement and well, a few other things as well. I chose today's topic after coming across a really well done Motley Fool article, Planning to Retire in 2020, a complete guide, um, that I really think is going to be helpful to our listeners today. The first step the article recommends is simply to gain a broader understanding of typical healthcare costs in retirement, Um, because not doing so could lead to some very real sticker shock. According to the article, a 65-year-old couple retiring right now can expect to fork over something in the ballpark of $285,000 for out-of-pocket health care costs during their retirement. And that figure doesn't include things like Medicare and long-term care expenses. There is some good news on the health care front, however. One step is to uh, make sure that you're taking advantage of your flexible spending account right up until the year or the time that you retire. Remember, in 2020, you can funnel $2,750 in pre-tax dollars into your FSA. And that money can be used for things like glasses, visits to the dentist, medications, um, and doctor visits. Don't forget, however, If you don't use the money in your FSA, you lose it. HSAs, however, um, may be an even stronger play because the money you put into them doesn't get forfeited. Uh, They can remain in your account and withdraw without a penalty in some circumstances if you're using the funds for qualified medical expenses. You should know, however, that the money you withdraw does typically become taxable income. Uh, The 2020 HSA contribution limit is $3,550 for individuals and $7,100 for families. Also, people who are 55 and older can kick in an additional $1,000 as a catch-up provision. Healthcare, especially Medicare, is a great reason uh, to meet with an experienced financial planner. Um, if you haven't done so already, because they're really certainly going to um, be able to help you make those healthcare decisions that fit into your broader financial and retirement strategies. Remember, retirement is more than just dollars and cents in in in, in your accounts, folks. The next critical piece to consider is inflation. After all, you've managed to save, let's say, uh, $500,000 for retirement. That money isn't going to uh, have the same purchasing power 20 years from now that it does today. The article explains that over, tier, over long periods of time, inflation generally averages roughly 3% annually, though that number can be certainly um, a little higher or a little bit lower depending on economic conditions. I think inflation is one of those things that can really easily uh, for per- really easily, uh, be something that a person can overlook in their retirement planning process. Let's use that $500,000 number. If that was your savings goal, you probably feel nothing but excitement when you reach it, um, but it's important to take a step back. It's important to take a step back and determine if you should push that number a little bit higher to cover inflation. Sometimes $500,000 just ain't what it used to be. Now let's pivot to social security. It's no secret that social security is an absolutely essential part of retirement for millions of Americans. Therefore, it's important to understand what you're likely to receive and when you should file. There are ways that you may be able to increase your monthly payment for most people. Currently the average, uh, social security check is, uh, $1,478 a month which equates to $17,700 a year. You don't need to be an economics degree to uh, determine that that isn't going to provide you a quality of retire or a really good quality retirement lifestyle. But remember that's just the average. If you are a higher earner your monthly check will be higher and the current maximum monthly check is 2861. good for thirty four thousand three hundred and thirty two dollars annually that's a solid amount of money but again many people that's not going to be enough to maintain their preferred lifestyle during retirement i always urge people to visit the social security administration's website Where they can set up an account and begin to get a better sense of what their monthly payment will likely be i mentioned a moment ago it's possible to increase how much your monthly check will be and doing so comes down to timing you can begin claiming your social security at age 62 and you can delay it to as late as age 70. the current retirement age for most people is 66 So where you orient yourself against that number will determine the size of your check. For example, if you file when you're 62, you'll receive roughly 75% of what you would have received had you waited until 66, the full retirement age for most. On the other hand, if you wait until age 70, you'll receive around 132% of what you would have received had you filed at age 66, full retirement age. You should also note that social security formula used to tabulate your monthly checks uses the 35 highest earning terms. Um, And that means if you're currently earning more than you've ever have um, and you like your job, you may want to at least consider working for another year or two um, because it will drive your eventual social security payment. Um, depending on how you, you, how close you are to retirement, um, you may want to discuss annuities with a financial planner, um, because they may provide you with a steady income stream for the rest of your life. Um, a lot of times we refer to these as setting up private pensions. A financial planner would be able to walk you through the key differences between the types of annuities while letting you know some of the potential downsides of annuities. Because the truth is, there are some potential downsides. Let's address taxes in retirement. Um, By looking at some of the common ways retirees continue earning money. Um, The first is Social Security. Our listeners should note that if your income hits a certain level, your Social Security income may be taxable. Let's look at traditional IRAs and 401ks. These tools allow you to save pre-tax money, thereby reducing your taxable income during the year you make contributions. However, once you begin making withdrawals after retirement, that money becomes taxable income. You should note that many retirees enter a lower tax bracket once they stop working, so you should conf- or factor and consider your likely retirement tax bracket into your strategy as well. With regard to Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks, these tools don't provide initial tax breaks, but if you build a strong strategy, you can withdraw that money tax-free once you've retired. So pay the taxes up front to enjoy potential tax savings later on. With regards to investment income, short-term capital gains are taxed as, well, standard income tax rate while long-term capital gains are typically taxed at 0, 15, or 20%. Most interest income is categorized as ordinary income and therefore taxable. Folks, I hope today's episode gave you uh, some solid advice about how you can double-check your retirement um, and your financial strategies when you're very close to retirement. That's all the time that we have for this week. I hope some of the uh, ideas today uh, will help you take a step, step forward with your retirement strategy and take a step back with some of your worries. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to visiting again with you next week. And remember, if you missed us, you can subscribe to us directly on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online at midwestmoneyradio.com or find us on Facebook. We post regularly with great content on there. Feel free to call our offices toll-free anytime at 877-797-4347. My name is Anthony Mayhew, and
0: I hope you enjoyed our time together. Thank you, and be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Midwest Money. Don't pay too much for taxes, or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Anthony Mayhew at Guardian Wealth Management. Call 877-797-4347 or visit them online at guardian-wm.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Guardian Wealth Management, LLC. Anthony Mayhew and Guardian Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.